All right, hello everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Beast Mode Kids. My name is Patrick Davy, and with me always, Alora Davy. Hello, everybody. Wonderful. All right. Yay. We got a fun little day to go with today, so and we're going to start off with something fun right away that Laura <laughs> kind of wants to talk about because she's really kind of poking at uh, wanting to do this for herself. But my question to you, Laura, is what do you want your next haircut to be? Okay, so um, I want my next haircut to be where... Like, I bet lots of people have seen this cut before, but where you basically shave off half your head, so it's like, or not half of it, but like the majority of one half, you know what I mean? So that ha- like half of it is a buzz cut and then the rest is long. Sure. Or like decently long. How, know? where, uh, where have you seen this before? Uh, I've seen some people at school have the haircut. Um, some people like on the internet or like you know that kind of thing sure have you talked to your mom about this yeah what she, was her she, thoughts she, she doesn't want it and she said that she'd be really mad if i got the haircut <laughs> that just and that and that shocks me <laughs> why because i'm just kind of like it's it's hair <laughs> hair grows back it's not a i i don't look at it as a big plus deal. she's the one who uh, as she didn't tell me what age, but she said at some point she had very short, black, spiky hair, so she shouldn't be blaming me for... That is true, but I can guarantee you that she was past the age of 18 and was not living at home anymore. So when that time comes, you can do... You buzz your head all the way through. Top to bottom. Joy. <laughs> so, now that's... Again, I don't have an issue with that. And I think that's a... You know, that forces you to have actually have to take care of your hair more. Because you can't just have that all sloppy. Because where that is shaved on one side, you're gonna have to. There's a certain style to it, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be forced then having to style your hair and put it in a position to where you can manage it. Otherwise, it just looks. That, otherwise, it's gonna look really, really sloppy. Yeah. So that's where you just try to convince mom that you can take care of it. How do you do that? The, the responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Showing responsibility. Simple little things. What a terrible thing. I know, right? You want something that mom doesn't want you to have, but there's a way around that. It's just showing her that you can take care of it. What a gross word. I know, right? I know, right? Simple little things. That's all you have to do. Disgusting. <laughs> all right. So we're going to start with, Laura has some things here that she wanted to, to discuss. Oh, joy. And so we're going we're gonna to kick right into that there and make sure that we understand. And I'm going to have her read it and kind of explain what she's talking about here so I have an understanding of what this is. Yeah, because he, Dad did not know anything about this. He was confused when I read off these, so I just said I'll explain them. And that's, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, so go for it. So the first thing is like, so at school you have your friend group and like your clique as we have said in the sure. past. Yep. Um, basically, like, there is, like, different ratings for po- popularity, for, like, almost what style your group is, things like that. This is what this is about. So I wrote group names and stereotypes. So, like, sometimes there's, like... There's the popular group of kids, and then there's the unpopular, and whatever. Those are, like, the main things. And it's, like, it also depends on, like, what grade you're in, blah, blah, whatever, sure. etc. But there's also, like, the different styles, almost, of groups. And that's where, like, 
there's the popular girls who are always wearing dresses or there's always the popular guys who are on the guys basketball team or like whatever it might be so i mean you're, you're talking about that you have your your different click groups like you have your jocks and then you have your yeah. then you have your technically your nerds and then you have your emo kids and then you have you know your skateboarders and then you have like so i mean yeah there's there's a there's a name that's generally given to each of those groups and sometimes that. those groups have different names or like within the group different kids have different roles almost as well like there's like the so-called mom of the group which is like follow this rule follow that like the leader kind of you know what i mean by that right <laughs> i've never heard the phrase the mom of the group it is a thing but i'm not shocked by that so how are you the mom in your no. groups oh okay i think the mom who's is... who's your mom uh no clue but <laughs> <laughs> We had a quick little malfunction. I don't know what you're doing under the table there, but headphones almost came clicking off her head. But so, but like, so explain this mom of the group. Like, it's basically where it's the person who, like, generally acts like it's difficult to explain. Is that the person like the the, the leader of the group, the person in charge? Uh, not really. Okay, it's just like the person who reminds you about stuff or like the person who uh like schedules things sometimes even or like well schedules things quote unquote um it's difficult to explain but but that's where it's just kind of like that's where you have to look at your group now how many close friends do you have and i say that like when you're at school you generally see hang out with four to five people or whatever that number is yeah there's other people around all that kind of stuff and that's fine but that's where like what's your group size uh, about, if I were to count, I think it's about six or seven people. All right. And what's your, what's your name? For our group? Yeah. We are known as like more of the weird kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so. And some of us are known as the emo kids, but. Sure. And so, I mean, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, sure. We all have a name. You yeah. Know, you have to have a name put on you. But it's not a big deal at all. Yeah. All right. Okay. So moving on from that, um, I'm going to go on to... So we're talking about the popularity in like the friend groups. but And then that has to do with grades. But it also has to do with what team you're on. And I'll explain that right now. But basically what team you're on for school. They have two main teams for the kids who have normal schedules. Sorry. Um, They have, like, there's two teams, for my school at least, and that's Team G and Team H. Don't ask why those are the names. It's just how it is. Okay. And, like, one team, like, I'm on Team H. Team H has a certain set of teachers, like, mostly, and then Team um, G has a certain set of teachers mostly. So, like, if you were to go on a field trip and it was going by team... You would go with the te- the teachers for your team, not the teachers for the other team. Right. Um, so there's the two teams, and then there's also, at our school, we have Ar- something called Arctic Zone, which is just another school-like thing where you have to do like more projects or something. I don't know. Yeah, you're not in that, so... Yeah, so yeah. I have no clue how to explain that, really, but... 
But now with your team groups and stuff like that, or your your teams that you have, like you don't get to choose that at all. Mm-hmm. That you're just given whatever team you're on. Yeah. So does that dictate when it comes down to your friend group? Uh, is it easier to be friends with people that are in your team, or is it just one of those things that they they have teams just for when there are field trips, or you have to have split up the group for half of you are at a seminar or something like that, and the next group is going another way? Is, is does that change the the dynamic of your friends at all? Sometimes, because like. For example, in my friend group, there is, like, all of us who are, like, friends, and we're all on Team H, except for, like, only a couple people who are on Team G. So they're, like, still part of the friend group. We just don't get to see them as much. We get to see them at lunch, but, you know, because we have different lunches, because there are different lunches throughout the day, so we might be in different lunches or different teams or whatever it might be. So, you know. Right. It has something to do with it, just not, like, extremely. Having that, you know, having the, the, that separation and stuff like that, does that cause any rifts between your friends? Like, when, they're, when the one doesn't get to see you as much or anything like that, or do you guys have any issues with that? Uh, in my friend group, not really. I don't know if it happens in others, because, like, once again... I'm not part of every single friend group in the school, but, you know, I, throughout my friend group, no, not really. Are there any groups that you, that you notice that you're like, I don't want to be part of that group at all? Absolutely. (laughs) What what would you, what would you refer to them as? Uh, the extreme popular kids. (laughs) Extreme popular kids. Oh, so. (laughs) Those kids. (laughs) You don't, you, you don't want that extreme popularity? Not really. No, that's Popularity not Popularity isn't very important to me. That's that's true and true. That has been your, your MO for a very long time. And so you just like being part of the weird group, huh? Yeah. That's more your style? Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay next thing. Uh, so there's already like the school and there's the friend groups and yep. all that we've been talking about and like the popularity. So now we're going to talk about social media and how it affects your popularity at school. Now, most people would think it would only affect it because, oh, you posted something the other day and it got, like, 1K likes. Wow, you're super popular now. That's not how it works. Sure. It's like, if you don't have as much social media, I feel like you become less popular, which, once again, I don't have very much social media. I have this podcast. I have Pinterest. I have YouTube. And I think that's, that's it. That's it right now. Yeah. And for some reason, messages is considered social media, but I don't really consider that. But still. Sure. <laughs> um, but so I don't have very much social media, but I also don't care about popularity. Like lots of kids have Instagram, um, Snapchat, whatever it might be, et cetera. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, that that's is that's the, the, the big. That's the big one right now, right? Yeah. But... Basically, when it comes to your social media, like, you can talk to more people, I feel like, if that makes sense, on over, like, social media platforms, because... Yeah, the, the, you can yeah. you can have conversations through through that. Absolutely, I've had conversations with friends through like Instagram and stuff like that. Even on Facebook, you can you can kind of do all those things. I don't know much about Snapchat or TikTok. Yeah. <sighs> Trying not to sneeze. <laughs> but but that's where it's like there's a fine line between that too. Like just because you you get likes 
could be somebody just randomly going through and clicking on it. Exactly. And and people get paranoid and people have some people can have some major issues with social media in that sense of being like, Well, I only had twelve people like my post. Why don't people like me? Like that is a real thing. Like they think that because I've heard of that and it makes me feel so sad because half those people don't even know who you are. Right. And you get no over half those people don't know who you are. Right, that's where it is. You get a you get a friend or something like that. You call it a friend. You call it whatever you want there on social media. I mean, it's just kind of like mm, you lost. It, it, they're just people that you know. Yeah, that's what it comes down to for the most part. And and it's it's a tough go with social media because people lean on that so hard because we live in a world where technology is starting to reign king, where you don't have to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have friends you don't have to go knocking on doors all that stuff like you can make so much communication sitting in the comfort of your own home and that's one way that people want that so that there's some there's some vitality that comes with that of you putting something out there posting something whatever it is and then having a whole bunch of people like it you're like oh people like me eh, not really that's not that's not the objective through all of that and you have to remind yourself of that social media is just a it's just an avenue that's all it is it's an avenue for businesses to get your information more than anything else. That's where you start seeing things. If you look up, if you were to Google something, right? Yeah. There's a chance, like, let's say even if you're on Instagram, all of a sudden you Google it, you'll all of a sudden see an ad for it on your Instagram feed. Yeah. And so that's where it's just kind of like a lot of that stuff is just a lot of social media stuff is, is, is business-based now. And it's good and dandy because it's, you think, oh, it's this free platform for me to be able to just talk to people and everything. No, nothing is free. <laughs> nothing is free ever. Ever. And so you have to understand that. That's where, you know, when it comes down to you putting information in, like if all of a sudden you're on a website and then you get to go... And they're like, all right, I need your name, I need your address, I need email, all that stuff. Like, that's a business just collecting information. I know this, we do this affiliate. That is just the way of the world. That's fine. That's not a big deal, but it's just understanding that social media is one avenue that's very business based. So don't look at it as your friends. (laughs) Because if you're, if you're, if, if you're real friends, those are the only ones you see as like, or, or contact with on social media. They're not your real friends. Your real friends yeah. are the ones you get to call on the phone, you talk to, you see, you'll sit next to, you can give a high five to. All this says, those are the people. Those are your friends with that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next question. Well, the, the next thing. Next thing. And this is actually a question um, totally off topic, but who cares? Okay. Uh, so, Dad, I have a question for you. Shoot. What is your favorite book? Of all time, book. Yeah, that's a, there's. I have a lot. I, I know a, you do. That's why I'm trying to make this a difficult decision. And it, honestly, it truly is not a difficult. I know exactly really? what. Oh yeah, I hundred percent know what it is, and I have a, a, a bunch of them sitting out there. So I have an idea of what could be. But I have. I'm pretty uh, sure I'm wrong. So I love like sci-fi, fantasy. The you know everything from mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings to Harry Potter to Star Wars, all of your the you know Marvel stuff. You know the superhero stuff is fantastic. But my favorite one is called Sword. There's the uh, Sword of Truth. Okay, then I guessed wrong. <laughs> so the Sword of Truth uh, series is it. It's uh, authored by the name of Terry Goodkind, and it is very, think of like Harry Potter with like wizards and everything, that yeah. magic on steroids. But it's very adult. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of adult type things that happen in there. 
Each book is like 800 plus pages. I think I have seven of them, seven or eight of the books. It's a big series. And there's like three more that he put out that I haven't read yet. But I know that there'll be a day when I go back and read all of those books again, because they're absolutely fantastic. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have, you have a, a book yourself that you enjoy? Uh, one book actually, um, oh darn it. I don't have an idea. Okay. Um, so I, what I do a lot when it comes to books, I go into the library, like on a library day, I just go into the library and I go to this one section in the back. It's a pretty small section, but it's all like fiction books but it's like realistic fiction you know what i mean by that right like non-fiction no it's <laughs> realistic fiction <laughs> it's <laughs> a real of... <laughs> thing <laughs> but basically it's like a fiction section of things that could happen just having yeah like stories that aren't real kind of yeah that's basically fiction <laughs> but i go through there and i look just for random books and i read them and like during school like because we have this thing at the beginning of our fifth class of the day where we have to read for i think it's 15 minutes and Mm -hmm. usually i just have a book for that time sure but um uh mostly I don't really have a favorite book. It's difficult to choose. Do you have a certain style book you like to read? Um, well, I like sci-fi. Sci-fi is good, like you said. Right. All that stuff. I also like just basically anything fiction. Like, nonfiction is interesting to me. I don't like biography, autobiography. Sure. Um... I don't really like those kinds of books. I don't like books that are, like, even if it's a fiction book that's really based off of a true event, I don't really enjoy that kind of stuff. Or would you be more apt, like, when was the last time you read a book at home, like, in your room? Um, For fun. For fun. There we go. That's the difference. There, add that because there's you've had books you've had to read for Girl Scouts or for like school. Right. Exactly. You had to catch up a little bit. But now... Um, for fun, probably like a month ago. <laughs> and, that's, and I asked that because, yeah, reading <laughs> reading is one of those, it's, it's a skill. And I definitely don't get to do it as much as I would like to. I would love to dig into more of my, you know, sci-fi kind of stuff that I enjoy and everything like that. But the reading that I do mostly right now is stuff from my, from my work, which I truly do enjoy all that stuff too, learning more business type of stuff. But that's where it just kind of like, and that's growth. Right now, you get to enjoy all the fiction stuff, and maybe someday you'll you'll find somebody that you really enjoy and you want to learn more about them. That's where the biography or the autobiography kind of comes in, or like I want to learn more about this person. And so you got some good reads with all that. So that's that's possible that that may happen with that. I'll let you know when I put my book out, and you can read that about my life story. <laughs> Sound good? No. No. Okay. No. All right. But okay. when uh, about this? Would you be more apt to an audiobook? Like listening to an audiobook, or would you rather listen to one or read one? Um, it depends. If I'm trying to get like 
Well, like, if it's fun reading, usually I just pick a paper book because, um, I don't know. It's just more fun for fun reading. But if I'm trying to get a project done and, like, I need to take notes on the book at specific points or, like, answer questions, whatever it might be. Sure. Audiobooks are easier because you can listen to it and then you can just pause it, write the note down, and then keep playing it. Sure. So, it really depends, but... Okay. Have you have you listened to a lot of books? Uh, I've listened to a couple books. I listened to, last year actually, I listened to a couple Boxcar Children books. Okay. Um, I think I listened to um, two of them. Sure. But, but that's where, that's where like, listening to books are great, because if I'm mowing the lawn, or if I'm snowblowing, or if I'm maybe cleaning, or something like that, is that's the best time for me. I'm doing something that's just kind of monotonous, that I don't have to think too much while I'm doing that job, and then I can listen to the book or something while I'm kind of doing all that. That's that's where I enjoy doing that. I couldn't just sit, and like, not move at all. I'd rather just have the book in my hands then. So to be able to, well, while I'm doing something, so like while you're cleaning your room or something, that's a fantastic time to like listen to a book or something like that. Yeah. All right, Laura, do you got anything else for me? Um. Anything else you want to know? No. Not right now? Not right now. Save it for next time? Yeah. Always. Always. All right there, everybody. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening there to this podcast. Laura and I always love to hear from you how we're doing so please don't forget to email email us at beastmallkids201 at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments or anything that you want us to answer and don't forget to subscribe review all the good things thanks